0: Okay, welcome back. I hope everyone had a nice Pesach. Um, it's been a while, but we're getting back into it. We're going to be, have some hard Sugyas coming up, but the Mamish fundamental. There can be Sugyas here that you can take with you on the rest, the rest of Shas. So, Mirza Hashem, we're going to try to do it well. We're going to try to cover as much ground as possible, but not at the expense of clarity. So, let's start. We're going to start from the Gemara on the bottom of Chesam al Beiz. Rabbi Alazar. Ha'omer Pesach Pesuach Metzosi. A person who makes a claim that when he consummated his marriage with his wife, he found that she wasn't a virgin. Israelov. He's believed in that claim and since he's believed in that claim, he actually forbids his wife he makes his wife forbidden to him. Yes, the gemara of Amai. Why does it create a prohibition? Sphakesveka who it's a sveik feka. Now what's it mean it's a sveik So it's as follows the guy makes a claim that there's a Pesach pesuach. Now, what happens with that claim? Bistin accepts his facts to be true. But even though Bistin accepts his facts to be true, Bistin now has to go ahead and determine, so, very good, we have these facts, but are these facts relevant to So the Gemara is asking, very good, he has found a Pesach pesuach, but that's irrelevant. Why? It can't create a prohibition like Rabbi Elazar said, because it's a sveik sveika. There's two doubts. We know that usually speaking on a dinda so we say sveik da ureis ala We're stringent on any kind of doubt, on a biblical doubt. But there's two sveikas. a sveik sveika. They were lenient. So the one says we should be lenient. It's a sveik sveika. Sveik takhtav, sveik eno takhtav. The first doubt is maybe... She became, she lost her virginity after betrothal, tahtav, once she was under his auspices. Maybe it was before betrothal. Now, if it was after betrothal, then she becomes forbidden to her husband. right? Like we saw before, she becomes asr to her husband if she cheated on him. But if it was eno She had relations outside of wedlock. So, even though that's asr, it doesn't create a prohibition. And therefore, that would be a reason why she's muteras. Vim timtilema And even if you want to say, that it happened once she was under his auspices, it was after her betrothal. So, there's still another doubt. Maybe it was Ba'onis, maybe it happened against her will, and we know the din is, if Chas Shalom, a lady is raped, she's still permitted to her husband. But, maybe she cheated on him, and if she cheated on him, then she's forbidden to her husband. So, therefore, we have two doubts here, and in each one of those doubts, there's a real serious side, that maybe she's still permitted to her husband. And therefore, I it shouldn't be that the lady becomes user, even when he makes a claim of Pesach So Kasha knew will be a loser. Answers the Gamoro. No, we're talking here about Aceus Kohen. What's unique about an Ace kohen? So what are our two doubts? Our first doubt is Sufik Tachtov, Sakhik Ain We have a doubt whether she cheated on him before after betrothal or before betrothal. When it comes to Aesha's Cohen, that's a real doubt. We don't know. Maybe it was before a troll, maybe it was after patrol, But when it comes to the next case of Onus and Ratzon, that's a doubt which is irrelevant by the wife of a Kohen. Why is that? Because there's a Xersa kosov, that when it comes to the wife of a Kohen, even if she's raped, even if she's Nensa, nonetheless she's forbidden to her husband. So that second doubt the Gemara proposed is not a doubt, it's not a relevant doubt regarding the din of an Aesha's Cohen. Therefore, if that's true... At first glance, we have here a case of one suffix. And even though by a fake speak we say a mutter, by one suffix, since it's a question of a din we say suffix daraisa the khumra, and therefore she's asar. So if we're going to ask now, how come Rabbi Elazar can say, the Gemara says, it's not in all cases. First of all, maybe it's in case of Ashish's Cohen, because in that circumstance there's only one doubt whether it was takhtav or eno takhtav or we could say it's really she's marrying a lady who's marrying a regular Jew not a Kohen or her father accepted kedushin from her when she was less than 3 years old the Gemara's assumption is that there's a membrane called the hymen the hymen is a membrane covering the private area of a lady and when she consummates her marriage that membrane is broken Chazal assumed if that membrane was broken before the age of three, that membrane would regenerate. However, if that membrane was broken after the age of three, then the membrane would not regenerate. Therefore, if the father accepted a seduction younger than the age of three, and he's making a claim of Pesach Pesuch then that means that he's making a claim that she had relations after the time that the membrane, the hymen, was able to regenerate. If that's true, that had to be talked So we only have, in this case, one doubt. Was it onus? Was it against her will? Was it rotten? Was it with her will? Therefore, this is another expression of mitigating one of the doubts of the Sveik Sveika in order to make it a case of safik Echad. So we have two applications, practical applications of the Din of Rabbi Yalozer. Either we're talking about a case, which nature clean, and therefore there's only a safik of Tachtov, and therefore we have to say Suffolk to of the or we're talking about a case of Puchus there our only doubt was Onisaratsun, and if we have to say raise the chumrah, That's the din of Rabbi Alazar according to the Gemara. Now, ask the Gemara my Kamash melon. Why do we need Rabbi Alazar to teach me that? Seemingly the fact that a person has the ability to create a prohibition, we know already. Tanina was taught in the Mishnah. What's the Mishnah? Ha'imer the Isha Tich. Let's say there's a guy who says to a woman, Plony says to Sarah, I married you. And she says, She says, well, what are you talking about? I don't even know who you are. So the din is as follows. When a person gets married, besides for the fact that Baruch Hashem he has a wife, he also creates a prohibition. He is forbidden to go ahead now and marry any of these ladies' sisters. So, And she is forbidden to marry any of her, any of her husband's brothers. So here, the din is disparate. Inasmuch as he says that he married her, when she's saying it's not true, and we don't have any witnesses to prove either way, so the lacha is He muteris she's mutter to his cravim, the who also then she's and she's he's also I'm sorry in her cravim, meaning to say that each one has different halachas. When it comes to her, she says, we never got married, so she's still able to marry his brothers, because we believe her that they were never married, and therefore, obviously, there's no prohibition. But he can't go ahead and marry her sisters. Why? Because we believe him that they were married. We're willing, we're able to make the distinction between him and her in this regard. And therefore, we see that a person's able to go ahead and establish a prohibition upon himself from the mission already. So, how come I need this din of Rabbi Elazar that says, al sinem al Rabbi Elazar, it sounds like, is being mechadesh, a new concept that you can create a prohibition for yourself? That is the Gemara we already have from the mission in Kedushin. So, answers the Gemara, What would you have thought if we didn't have the teaching of Rabbi Elazar? Hossam Devadai Kimle over there in Kedushin is Kimle. He's an expert. He knows whether or not he made a Kenyan, right? We know at the end of the day, Hayisha Niknes that it works on us to make a Kenyan. So this guy has made Kenyanam his whole life. He's gone to the supermarket. He's bought things. He's gone to the store. He's bought things. So the same mechanism of acquisition is utilized for regular purchases as it is to a marriage. Obviously, they're different in the quality, but in regards to the mechanism through which they're established, it's the same mechanism. So obviously, he knows, he can tell you whether or not he made the Kenyan or not. But here, regarding the make him Pesach, Pesuach, I could have thought that maybe this person doesn't have the ability to create a prohibition. Why would I have thought that he doesn't have the ability to create a prohibition? Very simple. This guy doesn't know what he's talking about. He's consummating his marriage. He's never been intimate with a woman in his whole life. And now he's claiming that it was Pesach Pesuach. Why would we even believe you? Why would you think? Why would we think that you could establish a prohibition with such a claim? We're just going to think that what you're doing is making a mistake. And if you're making a mistake, that's not, that doesn't suffice to create a prohibition. That's what we would have thought. Therefore, Kamash Malon, the din of Rabbi Elezer, to teach me that even though we would have thought he's not Kimle, Kamash Mulan, he can make a prohibition. Now in the continuation we discuss what is the Kamash Malan. Is the Kamash Malan that he actually knows what he's talking about? Or is the Kamash Malan that even though he doesn't know what he's talking about, nonetheless he could still make a prohibition? That's a great question. This is going to be a Machlikas Rishinim. But in the meantime, that's going to be something that we're leaving open. Is that the basic read of the Gemara? So now that we saw the Gemara, let's read through Rashi. Rashi says, a person makes a claim that he found the Pesach inlay says the Rashi, we we're talking about a case where there's nothing called the Tainas Damim. A Tainas Damim is that let's say they consummated the marriage and she was a virgin. So the assumption is that then if she was a virgin upon consummation of the marriage, since he broke this membrane called the, hy- the hymen, that would result into internal bleeding. She would bleed and that would show up on a bedsheet. Her not having any blood on a bedsheet is called Tainas Dhammin. It's a claim of blood because here there should have been blood on the sheet and there's not. So Rashi is saying that in our case where Rabbi Elazar is able to establish a, uh, uh, says you're able to establish a, a prohibition is specifically talking about a case where there is no tainus a viable, There is no ability to make such a claim. Because <laughs> we're either talking about a very specific family that, on a genetic level, didn't have any kind of blood when they lost their virginity, or, or the case is that the sheet went in the laundry before they checked. And they didn't know if there was blood there or not. But it's clear to him, though, that he found a Pesach Pesach. And since it's clear to him that he found a Pesach Pesach, that's enough to go ahead and create the prohibition. Continues Rashi. So since, even though this matter cannot be clarified, (coughs) except through... His testimony. Why? Because, inasmuch as we don't have any witnesses on every moment of her life, we can never know if she was ever promiscuous before. Therefore, all we could do is rely on him. Regarding himself, regarding himself, he's able to go ahead and make a prohibition. But To make her lose her money then we're not able to. We're going to get back to this. What's this distinction between creating a prohibition and losing a Ksuba? But that already Rashi is high- highlighting this distinction. Why does his statement of Pesach Pesuch create a prohibition? Why does she become Asr? Even if we believe him that she had relations... It's suffix takhtov, meaning she has arsazinsa, from when they got betrothed she had relations. So, again takhtov, ela kreenem shinis rather before they got betrothed she had relations. Then, besides that, we have a suffix oinis, vel anusashaye be ishis Then, a lady who has forced into intimate relations is permitted to continue to be married. Maybe it'll come on, even in this from the pasa, the Gemara is going to darshan later on, that when she was caught, she's not usar. Now, we say in a case of Vaish's kayin sha'inus oserba, onus is oser, hilko kachat it's only one doubt. Now she's a gdula, erptuya pitui, and when she has relations, and when she's seduced, it's real seduction, vaina and that's not considered unus. There's a halacha that if you have a khtana, and you, you coerce her into agreeing to be intimate, a khtana, that's still a form of rape. Whereas once she's a gadol already, that's considered consensual. Therefore, We only have one suffix here: suffix einus, suffix rotzen. Whether it was einus or it was rotzen, of a but to have a doubt whether or not it was before betrothal, after betrothal, leka. Does not exist. Why? She never cane, because if she had relations beforehand, haybasula chizrin. Then her hymen would regenerate, could like it not They go in the Mishnah, in Mishnah anything younger than three can It's like if you poke someone in the eye, Shadim Then a tear comes out of the eye and the tear then your eye reg- regains its its moisture level. Therefore, meaning to say it's not something which is per- permanent. Yes, the Gamora may kamash it was taught already in the Mishnah. Now let's focus on Rashi here. So let's, what was taught. Shahadam Neemon al a person's believed about himself, to create a prohibition on something which is permissible to him through his speech. That's the function here that we're discussing. So Rashi mentioned before a concept called Shavya What's that concept? It's the concept of Shavya Nafsha is that he's al he's believed about himself, to prohibit something which is muttered to him based off his speech. Now, what's they doing over there? Who also becrivissal, be email, bebita, vachissal? Their mother, her daughter, her sisters, the Shabinu and Afsheikh at because he made them also to him. But she can still marry his brothers. Because she doesn't admit to the fact they were married. And the Gemara and is going to discuss a tangential point. And we you know that in order to make a Kedushin, you need a You need that that See, the Kenyan of Ishus. So yes, ask Rashi, where are they? So Rashi says, the Gemara established that case... Where the man makes a claim that he was in front of witnesses, and they went overseas and not coming back, and therefore we can't bring them to commiserate that which I'm claiming. So over there, we need the case of Rabbi Elazar. Why? Because over there, when it comes to making a Kenyan, but I would say here, since he was never married before, he was single, and he doesn't know what he's talking about regarding intimate actions, maybe he just doesn't know what he's talking about. He thinks he really found her to be not a virgin. But it's not true, she really was. And therefore, we would say she doesn't become forbidden because he's saying something which is not feasible for him to make a claim about. It's like me making a a medical claim, even though I never went to medical school. It's a bunch of nashkite. Therefore, Rabbi Elazar came to teach me that nonetheless he creates a prohibition. That's the Gemara according to Rashi. Now, Let's start breaking down these facts now that we have the, the raw materials here. So, number one, there's a stark a very, very stark adiyak. The adiyak is as follows. The Gemara starts off, <laughs> The Gemara says he was Ne'amon. Why does the Gemara discuss Ne'amon? Why does the Gemara have to stress the fact that he believed? The Gemara could have said, I'm going to be a lozer. <laughs> Why is the Gemara stressing on That's number one. one. It sounds here like somehow he's uh, believed about something. Now he's an Eid Echad, he's an Eid Echad that's making a claim that's going to affect someone else, and nonetheless he's believed. Now, number two is that it's Olav. Olav means that he becomes Asr to him. Now, that's Pashat, that when he becomes Aser, it's only to him. She's also to the whole world right now. She's married. So Vada is nemal Israel Olov. It's only the only time that only Isra, the only additional Isra that's relevant to his claim is on himself. So why does the Gemara have to stress Olav? Number three we discussed here in the Marmachemis was what's the Kamash Malon? Is the Kamash Malon that we would have thought that since he was a Bakr, since he was never married, he was Ponoi, so therefore he doesn't know what he's talking about. Kamash Mulan, he knows what he was talking about. Well, Kamash Mulan, even though he doesn't know what he's talking about, he still believed. That question is a very, very serious question. Um, and we're going to get back to it, for sure. Now, another question. Rashi in Maskala Umer tells us at length about this concept called Tainas Damim. Why is Tainas Dumim so important, number one? And number two... Is why does Rashi have to go ahead and speak out different examples of how Tynus Dumim could be? What's the what's the tension? What's the what are the variables here that come with the claim? How do the what's the interplay, maybe is a better way to put it, between the claim of Pesach Pesuach and the reality of a Tinus Dumim? Now, if that's true, if there was an ability for it to make a Tinus Dumim, it seems very clear from Rashi that he couldn't make a claim of Pesach Pesuch. Why? Because we have to establish the case of Rabbi al to be when Tainasam is not viable, implying that if Tainism was viable, therefore we would not take into account his claim. That's very interesting. That means that we have here a, a hierarchy of what we take into account when determining the status of prohibition. The the more the most important thing at this stage is going to be whether or not we have evidence. If we have evidence, we have a Tainas Dumim, that's gonna be the crux. If we don't have Tainas Dumim, that's the only time we take his claim into account. That's gonna be Sheetas Rashi. We'll see later on, is that something which is universally accepted, or is that something unique to Rashi? Now Rashi then goes along and creates a concept called Shavyan of Sheikha Tikhidisura. What is that? How could it be that a person creates a prohibition if something is mutter, right? You, 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 you said something and now something becomes "ur. We have a concept called Nadarim, but a ne that Yeah, there's a, there's a language, there's a text, how you say it. This guy came into the and he said, "Psssi, where's the neder?" So that means there's a concept called Shavi that we create a prohibition through my speech, how? what is that? What's the mechanism of that? What's that mean? That's a question we're going to have to address as well. Now, Rashi also tells us that she's not Ne'mon l'Hafzid Ksubasa. We can't make her leave, lose the Ksuba. That's very interesting, right? So if we're Ne'mon l'Hafzid Ksubasa, that would be very interesting. Why? Because we know that there's something called when it comes to momenus, you need, aid him, you need to aid him. So Rashi is telling us that even though he's of, he's Ne'eman to create a prohibition, he's not on the Hafsit we don't, Ne'eman, believe regarding making her lose the Ksuba. Now, I could have asked a very simple question. You know, who's the mukhzak Whose money is the Ksuba? Is the money the Ksuba, the husbands? Or is the money the Ksuba? The wives At this stage, it seems very, very clear that the money in the ksuba is the wife's. That's a chidish. It's not a chidish. On one hand, it's not a chidish because she has the stark suba. She has a stark leif. On the other hand, the money is in the husband's bank account. It's not in her bank account. And nonetheless, that's called like he has to bring the burden of proof upon him to make her lose the ksuba. She's not nem on the hafsi ksubasa. That's another distinction that we see in Rashi that we're going to have to discuss to explain further on where that's coming from. Why is it that Rashi is pointing this out? Now, another way that we can be bothered by this case of Sha'vi'an Shay is we can ask a different question. If the guy thinks she's Osr, he thinks Pesach why are you getting Beistin involved? Forget Beistin. Divorce her. Just divorce her. You're not believed to make the, the make or lose a losaksuba, you have to make or lose a losaksuba. I know why you're going to Bastin. I know we have to make a Shavyanav Nafshei. But if the whole point here is that you're just going ahead and you're ending the marriage and the marriage without Bastin, and the marriage without the whole taina, what are you doing? That's that's a, that's a very difficult question. Now another issue here is that what's the why is the guy coming to Bastin in the first place? He's coming to make an Iser? If he's going to make an Isser. Why is he have to the Bastin? Let's say we're talking about a Neder, right? A Neder, you have to go and make to Bastin to make a Neder. I can make a mess in Neder anywhere I want. Right? So, it sounds like for some reason, he's going to Bastin to make to make a prohibition. Somehow going to the Bastin is an integral part of it. That also is very, very interesting. Yeah? It's so not like this. You know, there's a Gemara later on. I'm going to bring this out now. I don't know if I put this on the source sheet. I don't think I did. But the Gemara says later on, regarding the Din, there's a different, there's a different sugi later on. We're going to see the Gemara asks, when a person makes a claim of Pesach Pasuch, according to Rav Yehuda Meshmuel, he's even believed to make her lose her Ksuba. He's even believed to make her leave her Ksuba. Now, the Gemara says as follows. That's a Gemara in Tesa Amad Beis, that according to Yehuda Meshmuel, a person makes a Pesach Pesuch, he can make a loser Ksuba. About that statement of Yehuda Meshmuel, there's a Gemara later on in Yudud Amid Aleph. The Gemara says, about two-thirds down, in the middle of the line, Ha'ud the Kamidut Rav Nachman, a guy came in front of Rav Nachman, Amalai Pesach Pesuch He said, I found a Pesach Basuch. Amalai Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman said to him, I'm going to beat you up with a stick with a kofri why? because you had relations with the ladies in the city what does that mean? with the Zaynas with the in the city what's that mean? that means that in order to make this claim of Pesach Pesach Matzalsi so it was very very clear from Rashi over there that he had to be a Bucky Rashi says, There was a prostitute in the city, her name was Mevirchaso, and she was always lying down in front of him. For promiscuity. And that has to be since he's an expert in making this claim of Pesach Pesuch. So, according to this Rashi, it's clear that he has to be a Bucky in Pesach Pesuch. Yeah, that's something that's clear that's coming out of Rashi Aniud Ahmed Aleph. So I brought for you on the source sheet, this is in source in number 13, is D, letter D. I brought for you here a sheet of The sheet of wants to be Madaik and Rashi that he has an ability to go ahead and make a prohibition, even though he's not Kimle. Even though he's not Kimle. What's that mean? That means the guy doesn't know what he's talking about, and nonetheless, he can make his wife usher to her. And really, that seems to be the Pashtas in Rashi. How do we know? Because, first of all, he says, Avalhocha, that since he's not a Ponuli, he's not a Bucky, he couldn't make her usher Kamash malang. So if the whole assumption of the Gemara was about to make a flip-flop, he was about to tell us that he really was a Bucky, Rashi couldn't just say Kamash malang. Kamash Bala he can make an Isra, but why could he make an Isra? So if the whole assumption was changing, Rashi would have to speak that out. So the Stimas Rashi implies that he's able to make a prohibition, even though he's not a Baki. So now we have a Stira. Why? Because Rashi, when it comes to Teslam and Aleph, is telling us that what... That even though he's not Kimlei, even though he's not a bucky, nonetheless he can make a prohibition. Yet, Rashi on Yudam Ad Aleph tells us explicitly that in order to make a claim of Pesach Pesuach, you have to be a Bucky. That's a Steirah Tesam Aleph. You don't have to be a Bucky to make a prohibition. Yudam Ad Aleph. You have to make a. You have to be a bucky to make a Tainus Pesach Pesuach. So what's Pshat? So I think the Pshat is Pshat. The Pshat is that Yudam Ad Aleph is talking about the dinner of a that you're able to make a loser ksuba. So when you're talking about making a loser ksuba, there you have to be kimle, there you have to be a bucky, there you have to be an expert on what you're talking about, or else you can't make such a claim to make a loser ksuba. Whereas when it comes to Arasugya, we're simply discussing what his ability to create a prohibition is. So says Arasugya says, Rashi Bayas, that even if he's not a bucky, even though he's no kimle, nonetheless, he's able to go ahead and make a prohibition. That's the stance of Rashi, in the Kamashulon of the Gemara. Yeah. Now that being said, we have to remember that we saw Tesis earlier on. Tesis earlier on. And I quoted. I sourced this to you in thirteen, in number thirteen, letter A. Tesis beizam and Aleph. Tesis says explicitly, what's the Kamashulon of our Gemara? The Kamashulon of the Gemara over by us is that. He's a Bucky. Like Tisus says, So it's clear from that he's learning the Kamash of Agamara, is that he's a Bucky. So that means that we have a Mechlekes now, between Rashi and Tisus. What's the Kamash of Agamara? In order to create a prohibition, do you have to be a Bucky? That would be Tisus' stance. That to even make a claim of Pesach, Pesulach, Matsosi. There, you have to be able to be believed. If you're not believed, nothing doing. Or, according to Rashi, even if you're not believed, you're not an expert, nonetheless, you can make a prohibition. That's a machlekes rishenim here. We're going to see soon that a take on different sides. Now, it's a little bit out of order, but going back to that din of Tainas him, I brought for you a ritva in source 11. The ritva makes the same diuk that we made in the world of Rashi. The Dritva asks, what's our case here where the husband's making a claim of Pesach Pesuach? if there's blood on the sheet, you then the blood will be a proof she was a virgin. and if there's no blood on the sheet, then he can make a claim she wasn't a virgin. There's no blood. and if there's blood, so then the am sorry, then how is he believed the Pesach Pesuach? Right? The, the the blood the lack of blood I'm sorry, the the fact that there was blood contradicts his claim of Pesach Pesach. So there, Kvapir Shashi, the Major Kiganji, Mishpachas Dorkatia of the near Venirmi Dvorov says the ritual, the Kolheche Shemotz Adam, wherever he finds blood, Adamim Raya. The blood's a proof, the ain on them and Pesach Pesach. And he's not able to make a claim of Pesach Pesach. Why? Shadamim Raya, Machishan I say. The blood's a proof. They contradict him. Vishkuri Meshaker. And, dying. And therefore and therefore, says the Ritva with Ardiakin Rashi, that in a circumstance where there's yesstain is he is unable to go ahead and create a prohibition through his claim of Pesach Basuach Matzasi. Now all of this discussion is regarding what the man claims, but there's a very, very important other party involved in every claim of Pesach Basuach called the wife. Very good, the husband comes along and says, Pesach, But what's her response? Yes, no, she doesn't know how to talk. Right, what, what happens here? So the Shita brings here a Shiti that says, We're not talking about a case here where she says that, You know what happened? I had relations with a man after betrothal, but it was against my will. She's not saying that. She says, what are you talking about? You're making such a claim. Meaning to say, she's going ahead and contradicting. And then he says, maybe, that she can claim even she doesn't know. Right? So there, the shita says that she's standing in contradiction to the husband. She's refuting him. And even if she's not refuting him, she's not... She's not uh, going ahead and making her own claim of why she should be muteris. She's either uninvolved, she's saying she doesn't know, how could that be, I'm not sure, be creative, imaginative, whatever, or she's denying it. And nonetheless, he still has the ability to go ahead and make a prohibition. Now this is interesting, right? Let's just get the facts straight. The guy's coming in. He's not a bucky. He doesn't know what he's talking about. And she's saying, you're wrong. It's not true. And nonetheless, he's believed to make a prohibition. Why is that? Why? We have a contradiction between two people. Why does Bastin believe him? He's neman eminor Israelov. Don't believe him. Why are you believing him more than believing her? Peloploid. Now really, I want to address that question here. Um, but before I address that question, I just want to talk from the Akhrenim to other Pshatim and what the Kamash of the Gemara can be. Yeah, that's going to be then source 13b and 13c I wrote for you here Rishash and Apurus Yerisif so we're going to talk about these two sources what's the Kamash the Gemara and then we're going to try to break into what's this concept of Shaviyah Navshei that we're discussing here and really try to flush out the difficulty in Shitas Rashi in this regard so now uh, let's start with the Rishash the Rishash brings here Shulchan Aruch and Yerodeya Simen Aleph Sif the of the Marik. the marik talks about the following case I hope you looked it up it's going to be an important thing. Um, if you don't look it up, after we talk about the Chesam is also going to bring it up. Maybe it'll be a out there, but if not, it's really worthwhile to see inside. The Maharik says as follows. Let's say there's a person who sees a sheikhit shechting irresponsibly. And when he shechs an animal irresponsibly, the animal becomes an availer. The animal's also to eat. So if this person sees someone going ahead and saying, wow, I saw this person shech irresponsibly, the Maharik discusses whether or not He's able to continue eating meat that was shechted from the sheichet. The Marik thinks that maybe the fact that he said that he saw this Sheikh shecht irresponsibly would go ahead and forbid him to go and continue to eating from a shechita. There, the Marik goes along and says that the reason why that doesn't end up being true is because, inasmuch as even if a person shechted irresponsibly once, so. Even though that's true, in the future that doesn't mean that he's going to continue to shakti irresponsibly. He could do shuva. And since he could do tshuva. Therefore, the fact that he shech once in the past doesn't mean that forever he's going to Shakti irresponsibly. Memele, listen to how the Ramah Paskins, he brings us Marik that the Eid is able to eat shechitas after this one. The first one he can't eat because he said it was bad. But this, the following he he's still able to eat. Says the Rashash, maybe that's Prat Nagamorah. Maybe the in the Gemara is that Hosam vade kimlei. That over there, maybe what? Maybe when it comes to kedushin, he's kimlei. But here, when it comes to kedushin, when it comes I'm sorry, to Pesach basuach, he's making the He doesn't know what he's talking about. And then the Gemara says kamash malon. So what's the kamash malon based of this Ma'arik? The Ma'arik. The kamash malon is that regarding himself, he actually is believed. He's kimlei. And therefore, says the Rishash, that would be a viable read of the Gemara. But it ends the Rishash to develop the Rishashi. So what's that mean? The, the rishash, rishash is willing to hear that the read of the Gemara is a Kamash that he's Kimle, but he's also aware of the fact that the Kamash of the Gemara in the world of Rashi is that he's not Kimle. So this is another support to our understanding of Rashi and the Shittim Magubetz's understanding of Rashi. That's the Din of the Rishash. After this, we found uh, Puras Yosef. The Puras Yosef is one of the He's is brought a lot in the back of the Gemara. Some of the Gemaras have some of don't have them. I don't know, so I brought it here anyway. But the Puras Yosef brings here a shayla from the B'chaim He says as follows: Maybe Rabbi Lazar was coming to teach me. Maybe even in the case of Safik he can make a of nafshei meaning to say, even if we don't know for sure whether he is Kimlai or not, nonetheless he can make an Isser. Parenthetically, we would say that's Rashi. What does it mean, the awful Suffolk? It means that even if he's not Kimlay, even though he doesn't know what he's talking about, there's a Suffolk, whether he really experienced the Pesach or not, nonetheless he can make an Isser. That's what Reb Chaim Karif asked, maybe that's the Havamina. Says the Pulas Yisif, and I answered, and I answered, since the Gemara already came to the conclusion, the Rebbe Lezer is not talking about every case. Right? Why not? Because the concept called Sveik Sveikah. He's really only talking about a case where there's an Ashish Kayen, a there's only one suffix. If that's true, Hayish Leimar, then we have to say. There the the reason why we make it dafka those two cases is that there wouldn't be any more spakers. we and if that's true, I'm actually to my The then it's a good question, my Why? Because you can't tell me Kamashmalon you can make a an issa, even if you're not Kimle. Because if you're making an issa when you're not kimlei, that means that you're making an iser but Batura safik so now, every suffix Echod, if the Kamash Malon, another way to say it, is that according to the poor Yosef, if the Kamash Malon was even though you're not bulky, you could still make an Iser, that would make every Eshes kohen and every Pus Mas fake a Sveik Why? Because the first suffix is always going to be, suffix did you make a mistake in Pesach Pesuach? suffix did you not make a mistake in Pesach Pesuach? And even if you didn't make a p- mistake in Pesach Besuach, Duma Uinis, Tumarotsin, and the case of Khusmaskimel, or Duma Taklev Domina Takta when it comes to to what's it called? When it comes to Nesha'cause Kling. Mila Zucks, the Purasis, if it has to be the Kamash Malon, is that your Kimlay? That's a Bumba If that's true, then we have to ask ourselves, okay Tatawas Takapshat, the Shitbukabetsis, but that's Rashi, the but Bidas Rashi. On the basic understanding of Rashi is that the Kamash Malon is that even though he's not Kimla, he can make an Isr how could it be that even though he's not Kimle he's making an Isser he shouldn't make an Isser because that should be that should be what? A, that should be a Sveik Sveika And as much as he's not Kimle so this is going to have to be developed it's going to get be very 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 relevant to understanding what's of Nafshei what's the mechanism of it but it seems clear from here that there's two different viewpoints that we can be looking at this claim if we're looking at the claim from the perspective of the husband. So there's one suffix. Right? Like Rashi said, it's clear to him that he has no doubt whatsoever that he found a Pesach pasuach. So in the world of the Baal, there's one suffix. There's a suffix, ta'chta you know, if we're talking about Isha's Kayin, That's it. There's one suffix. If we're looking at the eyes of Bastin, if we're looking from the perspective of Bastin, then if the Kamash Malon is even though he's not Kimla, he's making an Isser, then the poor Siyasif is right. The poor Siyasif is making a Pashta claim. That every time he speaks, Basin us two Svakas. Did he make a mistake or not? And even if he make a mistake, even if he didn't make a mistake, even if he made a, didn't make a mistake, we have whatever suffix, like Aish's claim, tahtavina tahtav. So really this question of whether or not every time he makes a claim, is that considered a Svik Svake or not? Really depends from whose perspective are we talking about? Are we talking from his perspective? Are we talking from from, the Bastion's perspective? Now, that being said, that being said, let's put out here an issue. This issue is such a serious issue that it's going to have to be addressed and that's Hashem the plan for the rest of the time today. We have Rashi. Rashi is a conundrum. Rashi, on one hand, like we just finished speaking, says very, very clearly, the Kamash Malon is that even though he's not Kimle, even though he's not Kimle, nonetheless, he can make an Iser. And I can prove that to you. Because the whole Gemara later on, the whole Rashi later on, on Yudah Aleph, makes him have to be Kimle in order to be Mavsid but In order to create an Iser, he doesn't have to be Kimle. Right? So forget the diyah I mean, we also have the Diak here. The Kamashman is too sasam. saying a flip-flop in the Gemara. But the contrast also to the few, is a very, very strong raya that Rashi is clearly understanding. The Kamash is that by Isra, he's not Kimlai. By Isra, to create a curse, he doesn't have to be Kimlai. That's number one. Number two, Rashi says that if there's a Tainus Dumim, if there's a Tainus Dumim, then he's, he can't make a claim of Pesach Pesuch. It's not possible. He's not able to make a claim of Pesach Pesuch. So now like this. Let's, can we, let's, let me ask a Pashat question. In the world of Rashi, does Bastin have to believe you in order for you to be able to make an Isser? Does you have to be saying facts in order to make an Isser? So like this. If you're going to ask me, the guy is not Kimli. And nonetheless, you can make an Isser. That seems to show that even though you're not believed, even though you have no idea what you're talking about, you can make an Isser. The fact then is that you don't have to be believed. There don't have to be facts being established in order for you to make an Isser. That's not what Shaviyah Nefshay necessitates. We don't necessitate facts to make an Isser. Haraya, you're not Kimle. Yet, if that's true, why can't he go ahead and make an iser even when there is a tiny in? Let it be that there's blood on the sheet and he still says Pesach Pesuach and she's still Aser. Hello, if we don't care about facts, we only care about what he thinks, he's still claiming Pesach Pasuach. So forget the fact that there's blood. Blood means, that existence of blood means we care about facts, we care about reality. If we care about reality, how can he make an iser when he's not kimlei? It's a stir, amine yubei. And just to flush this out, that's why I brought you the Rashba. The Rashba in source 16 says, he, he, he stills like an opinion, that even though you might find dam on a sheet, you might find dam on a sheet. Nonetheless, you can believe in a time of Pesach pasuach. You found dam on a sheet. Who cares? How to get there? I don't know. Maybe your father went ahead. He it a bird. He put it on the sheet in order to go ahead and, and treacherously make the husband look like a fool. It could be. So since the blood is not an ironclad raya, we could finagle our way out of it, says the Rashba. he still believed in a time of Pesach pasuach. Rashi could have learned like that also. Rashi doesn't. Rashi says there's Domim. There's facts on the table. So facts on the table undermine your claim. But I don't get it. Your claims are based on facts. Your claim exists even when you're not Kimle. Peloploim. So this is this is a conundrum in Rashi. Now Rashi on one hand is understanding there's a, a concept of Shavinaf Shay that's not dependent on your expertise in making the claim, and nonetheless, facts can go ahead and undermine it. Do we care about facts? Do we care about your personal sentiments? Yeah. This is an issue here. So now, in, I want to go ahead, I want to discuss the concept of Shev I'll give you an approach of the Khsam Sefer. I'm going to ask questions on the approach of the Khsam Sefer, and then I'm going to try to answer it up. That's going to be our goal, and through doing so, I want to address these questions that we had on Rashi. So now as follows. The Khsam Sefer comes along, and he says, you know what? I can tell you why a person's able to make a Shaviyan afshay. a person can make an Iser. It's very simple. A person made an Iser because he's able to make a neder. There's something called Nadarim. And Nadarim, you know, are able to go ahead and take something which is mutter to a person, and even though it's mutter to a person, they can go ahead and make an Iser. That's Pshat and Shaviyan Afshei. works mitarist Nedar. That's the claim of the Sefer. Now, if this is true, I have five caches on this. Let's go one by one. Number one: If Shavian of Shea works midin neder, so then who cares about Svek Sveka? Sveik Sveika tells me that if I have a mitzvahs of two doubts on a dinderaisa, I can be lenient. That's something totally irrelevant. Right now, I'm making an iser. And is there something which... Forget Sveikas, it's mutter. I mean, it's mutter. But something's peter as a is mutter. I take something with a hechshar from the Eidah And I tell you that it's that it is oser to me, like a neder, like a carbon So it's an Ah, Aye, it's a on it. But I made an oser. So who cares about Sveik Sveika? number one. Cash number two. We just spoke out. There's a language of Nedarim. How is it? How is it? How is it? how is also like You you have to be Matfis if the camera like the like it's also feel like a carbon where is this where's the language of the dorin where is it uh, how could it be <coughs> number 2 number 3 is a pashat language of the gamora amenebiyalozar lem Pesach mosuakh matsersee neemon the israel neeman neemon neemonis neemonis if it's neemonis neemon the israel i don't need neemonis in order to go ahead and create a nissa Nedarim don't need the Ne'amonis. You don't have to believe me. Even if I'm saying it's not true, I'm making a reality through my Hafla. Through my That's what Hafla is. I'm making a new reality. These potato chips are muter. No, they're Ah, I don't believe me. There's a haksha, But I'm saying it's Aser. So why isn't amonis relevant? Number four. Why am I going to Bastin? I don't need to make a nether. I don't have to go to Bastin. Bastin's a relevant party. Nedarim I can make in my house. Number 5. If I'm making a nether, who cares about Tainus Dalmim? Rashi told me in a circumstance where there's blood on the sheet, then I can't make a claim of Pesach Pesuach because the blood contradicts my claim. But if I'm making a nether, who cares if there's blood? Let there be blood, I'm still making a nether to make a osir. So you have five bumbakashas Number one, why is that sex vaca? Number two, where's the language of, sex, uh, of, of Nadorim? Number three, why is this still given us? Number four, why is it going to be number five, why do we care about Italian stomach? So because of this, I'll be honest with you, I was speaking with a neighbor of mine last night in the neighborhood and he uh he told me, he said, are well, you learning, I was saying, Well, stuff is so what's part? I said, So we like smirked and he said well, we didn't right? And he like laughed, and he then he held himself back. He's like, "What? say it, but He smirked, right? What? How could it be? Neither, neither. I agafrek. The whole thing is is kashas. So I'll be honest with you. I never had shot in this. I've never had this worked out. I learned this multiple times. You know, the first parak of Kesul this This time, I think I have a mahalach. and well, it goes as follows. All of it is not explained, but all of it's true. And let's go one step at a time. The Chsamsefer brings at length this din of the Maharik. The Maharik that we discussed slightly, it was mentioned the Rashash, he discusses it at length. And I'm gonna want to read to you, I'm gonna jump into the middle of the of the Sefer, where he's quoting the Maharik, and he says as Pshat to go ahead and try to explain what's going on here. About midway through the first paragraph, he says, Hanira Mahari that that seems to me in the intent of al-Riq that's mentioned above the fishabianti which we learned i explained in the chuwas who dealt pisha shakh chalikahigin he shachted in appropriately miklamak nonetheless afsha bishbahi ma kharis shakhid bi badikahigin he might shachted another behima properly umidi svek alnafgan and therefore we're still in the world of dealt alashkalpamin however ya burilono shurasha there was clear to us that he was an evil doer haynis al-hayd al-behima he couldn't tell us anymore when he shechted it was kosher. And therefore it would be forbidden to eat it because we don't have anyone telling us it was kosher that it was kosher. Nonetheless, we still have a doubt. Nothing is set in stone. And therefore... Even if he sinned, if he does tshuva, he's kosher. But if we didn't find out there was two Edim that publicized his sin, we have to see that he repented in front of us. Here, there's only one Ed. Rather, this guy who saw him shouldn't go ahead and tell everyone. I hear should be no shem. Rather, the Sheikh should just do chuva. Veshev should also cause Maybe he did that already. Nimsa should behemoth a shock at ye become a svakus. Therefore, this animal has a lot of svakus. We <speaking> like <in> for shove Sheikh a bit maybe did chuva already. We've not be and even if he didn't do chuva, me call Nonetheless, Duma behima sher and ishkhigan, maybe did a proper shhita. Yeah, rather what? He was an abridged version. And if you see that, so then, you'll see that what? Then everything is like the Chesam Sefer said. Now what's that mean? He comes along and says as follows. Now what's the ma'riks telling us? The Ma'arik is saying that when a person says a so now, he says this sheikh shekhs inappropriately. So now, what's the reason he can keep eating? Because even though he shechted inappropriately, he can go ahead and change reality in the future. And therefore, he can do tshuva. Just because he shechted once inappropriately doesn't mean that he's shechting forever, but and therefore, we don't hear from him the fact that he's prohibiting himself forever. But, let's say theoretically, that if a person was to inappropriately, that was something that he couldn't fix. So now, by saying that he shekhted inappropriately, it would come out that according to the maharik, the Chsam Sefer's understanding of the maharik, that means that it would be usr forever. It would be usr forever. Why is that? Because you've established a reality. You've established a reality, you've established a precedent that here, this person shekhted inappropriately, that's something a reality can't change, and therefore that's tantamount to saying that this person's food is also to eat. So now, let's superimpose that upon, to marriage. A, a husband's wife, Chas Shalom cheats on him. She can't do, she could do truva for that, but that truva doesn't allow her to live with her husband. So if he's claiming that she cheated on him, so then that claim and uh, uh, an, an, an automatic byproduct of that claim is that she acted in a way which makes an iser. According to the Maharik, it's pask in the halakha, in the Rama. that means that he made a neder, But he didn't make a neder by saying words which s- take something which is mutter and say it's aser. That's not what he's doing. What he's doing is establishing a reality. Now that he's established the reality... We have, to re- we have to relate to the reality based off of the claim that he makes. So, if that's true, what's it mean then that Ha'im Pesach Neman Yisraelov? He's Neman to establish that reality. We believe him that these are the facts that he experienced. That's what it means he's Neman. He's not Neman that beastin believes him that what he's saying is true, but Taurus Ades. We don't take to what you're saying as Batorisatus. We take what you're saying, Batoris, uh, a, a novel form of Neder. We believe you that this is what you experienced. That's what you believed in. Now, if that's true, so now we have to hear is that ex- that reality that you're expressing, is that a reality of Isser? So if that's true, so then that's why Sphakes svik Feka is relevant. If there's a Sphakes svik Faker. That even if you're going ahead and expressing this reality, this is not a reality of isser. The same way that a Sheikhid who one time shechted inappropriately is not a reality of isser, that's a reality of hetter because he could do tshuva. So too, an aishus Israel that was a gadulah when she got betrothed. There, the din is, it's a Therefore, him saying a pesach basuch under such a circumstance is not the Divrei iser. That's not a sipur of iser. Now, why does he have to go to bastin? He's going to bastin. So now, this is for one of two reasons. Be'etzim. The kash is almost a tos. Why is he going to bastin? So in the world of Rashi, he's going to bastin. And even in the world of Tesfis, he's going to bastin. But it's a certain way easier, that's not in Rashi. He's going to Bastin in order to make the dinner the Takanas Khafamin. There's a Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Shimai Tanis Pasula May Mashkin the Bastin. Why? She is bar Yadava, they aid him. To make a birur. That's why he's going to, to Bastin. So in the world of Rashi, he's coming to Bastin, he's making a claim Pasak Basulkum and Salsi why? To make a birur. There's a kidish that once he made that birur, if he's saying is sir?" So then says I that's a new form of Nedr. He's Neamun in the reality that he's established, and therefore, if there's only one suffic, that's an expression of a reality, that's a reality of Israel and therefore will bind you Mason will bind you with nedarim. Now, why does then Rashi care if there's a tiny stomach? Because if there's a Tainas Damim, then that's a contradiction to the, such a reality. If we're trying to determine the reality of the situation, we have a contradiction in facts. We have his claim, and we have the fact that there's a sheep with blood on it. There, we don't Bastin doesn't see Beistin doesn't see a reality of Isser. The fact that there's a tiny Damim overrides this claim. And therefore, if we don't see a reality of Isser, Mamela the neder won't come along and take effect. That's how he would explain the Gemara according to Rashi. Now, that's very, very Gishmak. Why? Because in the world of Rashi, so we're talking about creating a world vision, even though he's not Kimle. So the fact that he's not Kimle would be a very, very strong suggestion to tell me that you don't have to be Kimle because we're not talking about irregular regular Neomonas. We're not talking about a Nehmonis of Ades. We're talking about a Nehmonis, a new form of nammonas a Nehmonis of creating a situation based in beliefs this is a situation that you found yourself in. And therefore, we will go ahead and hold you bound to that reality. The fact that there's a old language of Nadarim doesn't bother us the same way that the Maharik is establishing a reality of Nadarim even though he's not claiming a lot of Shem So I'm not addressing what happened in the language of Isra, I'm showing you on the Korah, the halacha, that we don't need one. Yeah, so that answers all questions. Sveik Sveika is regarding the reality being established in that reality. sir. there's no language of netter necessary. That's what we see from the Maharik. We just have to describe a reality. Neemon is regarding the reality of the situation at hand. Beistin, in the world of Rashi at least, we're going to talk about Tesis next week, But HaDashmaya, but Rashi in the world of Beistin is for the Kiem of the birur, not for the actual Divrei Tainas Pesach Pesuach. And the Tainus Dalmim is the contrast between the nether being established, and between the nether being established, and the facts at hand. Now, I want to end off here. Right, this would be a great way to learn Rashi, Lule Rashi himself. Right, now I want to bring two Rashi's here, which are Pashut uh, problematic, yeah. Pashat problematic with saying this is Pshat in the Gemara. The first Rashi is the Rashi I brought you in source for. There, that's the Rashi regarding the din of the Mishnah that the Gemara brings, of Yomar Kereshtoni, the Yomar Kereshtoni, the right? Yomar Kereshtoni. Rashi says, who also becrivasell the Shavinu Alecha Tichdi Surah Behoda What's Behoda Oso mean? Behoda Oso means With his admittance What do you mean with his admittance? The reason she's Oso The reason there's a of Shei Is not due to an admittance It's due to a Nidra So we're going to be precise In the language of Rashi The Daikon What's going to be precise Is an expression of the mechanics Of of Shei. So Rashi should say D'Shavenu l'achitichilisura nidro. Why does Rashi say Behoda Osoi? There's a dirk, there's a mashmose here that Rashi is not learning the concept of Nedah. That's source number one that we would ask if Rashi is learning from the dinam shem enasheh the Torah's nedr. The other Rashi which is meduyuk, not like this, is Rashi Devar maskal Neiman Rashi says, Even though the matter can't get clarified based off his testimony, so what should he say? We don't need a birur. We don't need a birur. That's the nakuda here, right? Even though he's not kimle, we don't need a birur. We don't need facts. He's a Neder. Mashi doesn't say that. Rashi says the gabi nafsheh have him a heaven. There's a belief regarding himself. What do you mean there's a belief regarding himself? To establish the facts? To establish the facts that's not regarding himself. That's based in believes him to establish the facts. To make a nisser, to make a Neder. It's not the gabi nafsheh have him a heaven. That's the one way to say it. So that Rashi also is mashma to me that he's not understanding that Shaviyah Nafshei is working with Neder. So even though we would have arrayed to read it into the Gemara, I don't think it's Prat Rashi. That being said, so we're going to have to try to understand in another Mahalech in the principle of Shaviyah Nafshei. In next week we're going to see a Ketzeis. The Ketzeis is the most famous Kzeis in the entirety of the Sefer. Um... I think Rablau said this week that it was his favorite in the whole Sefer. Also, besides being the most famous, it's Rablau's favorite. And like Rablau told one of my students, you're one more step further away from me I'm if you learn it. So, Mirta Shem will see you next week, and we'll go weiter in the Sugim. See you